welcome to another episode of Man to Man, Woman to Woman this time. I have woman to girl. Woman? Woman, man to woman, man to woman. I've done that like five times. We're going to keep it. It's raw. I've done it can that like, be woman to woman. It we can, can get your wife here. Megan, yeah. she can roll up yeah. in a hot. She would Let's love go. it too. Yeah. Man we'll take over. to woman. I have my girl Marilyn here, Marilyn Port. One of the most genuine, one of my favorite people in the world, even with what we were talking about pre podcast you know um i'm really excited for everybody to meet you for everybody to hear what you have to say and so i'm excited to be here yeah i hope you are thanks for inviting me whole new outfit (laughs) slaying yeah call me out yeah i like it yeah i had to adjust in press let's go hey look did you expect anything less i didn't it was the three in you it was the achiever proud to be it proud Proud to be be it hey look (laughs) i wanted to bring Marilyn on because we're talking about a very, listen, for all my ladies in the house, this is your episode. Mm-hmm. Holla at me. I wanted to talk about the topic, who wears the pants here? Ooh, okay. I'm going to let that sit for a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to just let it sit. Who yeah. wears the pants here? Yeah. Because I think in, a, in our society today, uh-huh. we are really asking the question, who wears the pants here? Because yeah. nobody really knows. Because... Now we have everybody that's like, I'm I-N-D-E-P-E, like don't need no man. I got my own thing, boo-boo. But then what happens if you're a man and you have a strong woman in your life? How do you love her well while not holding her back? Yeah. But being secure in yourself with, with having a strong woman. Absolutely. But then from a woman's perspective, I don't know nothing other than what my <laughs> wife's told me because my wife's one of the strongest women yeah. I know. That yeah. eight, shout out to that eight in her, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I really thought this was um, a topic that we needed to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, from the moment that I wanted to do this podcast, I knew it was going to be one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, from the moment that I started to even date Megan, I knew, oh, I would have to talk about this to men one day because it's such a big deal yeah um and when i started to dive into it and like do stats and facts and stuff on it mm-hmm. i started to look at it and pew research y'all okay. if you've never looked at pew research <laughs> they're legit okay they got it mm-hmm. so pew research did a study and the study was um the characteristics and the traits mm-hmm. that genders put on other genders yeah as typical you know what i mean like mm-hmm. what they would describe each gender as and the word strong yeah was very prominent in the man. It was in the 80, 80 percentile. Mm-hmm. And then for woman, it shrunk down to the 40 percentile. Mm-hmm. And it was actually almost a negative when placed on women. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're like okay. Yeah. I don't know how to. Uh, okay. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. But then I talked to a lot of guys and they're like, no, man, I want a strong woman. Yeah. They actually did another, Pew Research did another study. And it said that most guys actually want a woman who's self-secure, mm-hmm. who is self-assured, mm-hmm. And who is classified as quote unquote strong. Yeah. So that makes me wonder what in the world is our definition of strong? Oh, yeah. You know? Exactly. And I think that's what like culture does a really good job confusing women and men. Like what is strong? You know, what is strength? Yeah. Um, And so it's like, you know, strong could be. Um, it doesn't always have to be this loud or like strong doesn't have to be controlling or demanding. Like strong could be quiet, strong could be modest, mm-hmm. like strong could be steadfast. And so there's so many different definitions. Yeah. Um, I'm like totally that nerd who like looks up definitions. And yes, so you know, ask, the, ask the achiever <laughs> in it. Yeah. And so uh, I totally looked it up before, you know, coming on here. And Okay. What is it? 
Well, okay, so very interesting. So, like, I was looking at this definition, and it's, like, strong means to withstand great force or pressure. And, like, yeah, like, for sure. Like, you can, like, strength is withstanding great force and pressure. And then I was reading it, and it kind of, like, hit me. And I was like, whoa, strength means you can withstand great force and pressure. And, like, that's culture. That's society. Like, culture is like that great oh, you go somewhere force already. Yeah. and pressure. And so think about all those pressures that society puts on us, all that, like that force, that culture, like, you know, in your community, like the force from your families and your yeah. friends. And so it's like to be able to withstand when, you know, the world is saying one thing and for you to do another. Yeah. Um, like, I think that's what strength is. That's a beautiful picture of strength. Like when culture says this, like to be countercultural. You know, when culture says, like, oh, wear this, do this, you know, and us as women, like, you know, modesty is is not, like, seen as this sought-after thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, like, looked down upon. But, like, to me, like, I think modesty is strength. Like, I think that's being strong when culture says, like, you know, post this on Instagram, wear this, like, Mm -hmm. do this. Like, being countercultural and saying, like, no, this is for my husband like this is for his eyes and no one else's eyes and so that's, that's just a good point yeah. yeah so like for me that's what i think of as strength is like again and when culture is telling us to compromise and the world is telling us to compromise like don't but where did you get that definition from because for example my mom mm-hmm. is the most all right Number one, mm-hmm. strongest woman I know. I know, her. but she she's, ha- she's awesome. She is. She is. <laughs> yeah. She she's loud and proud. But when yeah. it comes to her strength, she is a quiet strength. Mm-hmm. But then my wife, <laughs> she loud and we proud. Love baby. We love you, Megan. Love you, sweetheart. She is loud and proud. She mm-hmm. will walk up in a room, and you mm-hmm. know she's in a room. Mm-hmm. But you know that it's the strength that comes with it. Yeah. So me, I grew up around strong women, so mm-hmm. I know what de- I know what the definition is. I wasn't thro- yeah. I wasn't thrown off when yeah. I met my wife. Uh-huh. Where did you get your definition? Because where you got your definition, that that's what puts you where you are today. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, like, so I grew up between two brothers. That's uh, it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So I immediately, you know, survival of the fittest here. Yep. Being the middle child. Shout out the to only, all my middle children. In the, the only female that, like, I, I grew up playing sports. We're a big sports family. Um, and so it's like, you know, if I wanted to eat food at the dinner table, I had a race to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think, like, growing up in that environment, like, with two brothers, being super competitive and um, achieving, like, that was just part of my family uh my mom like she like from a young age I think like because she got married young and had three kids and didn't go off to college and pursue her career dreams like she always kind of instilled that in me from a young girl of like you know follow your dreams chase your dreams like you don't need no guy Mm -hmm. you know to stop you and that was always kind of enforced in me like ever since I was a young girl um so that was just who you always were yeah, it was always be the best, do the best, and whatever you do, 
give it 110%. But I think that came from my dad, though. <laughs> that makes sense. Your yeah. dad is literally the number one most winningest coach yes. in Michigan. Yes. It's a big deal. So my dad is a coach. Love him. And he always taught us, like, if you're going to do something, do it, like, with all your strength, with all your might, like, give it 110%. So, like, growing up in that family dynamic, like, I – there was no other choice. Um, and so, like, I love that. And now, like – I see how much of like growing up in that household, like now that my strength comes from that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like I work on a staff of predominantly all men um, and, (laughs) but I love it because um, like they're so honoring and so respectful and like, I love working with them. Mm -hmm. And so like for me, um, like I, I didn't have an issue like being strong there. Okay, but okay. So here's here's my problem. You didn't have a a problem with being strong there, Mm -hmm. but one of the big things that I've seen, we love Jesus. Yeah. One Mm -hmm. of the big things that I've seen is that when you get into a church atmosphere, Mm -hmm. if you aren't careful and you don't know the characteristics of God and you don't actually know about your God, Mm -hmm. then what you read in the Bible Mm -hmm. and the nitpicks that people can take out from it. Your God can look a, he can look very contrary to your world. Mm-hmm. Not just your world, but what you've been taught from your parents from the youngest age. Is that not difficult? Yeah, yeah so funny you should say that. So, like, like, growing up and, like, I mean, I went to college, went to graduate school, um, worked at top universities, and always, like, you know, being the leader, being the strong one, being the best. And then... It wasn't until after college that I gave my life to Christ that I, you know, started following Jesus when I started reading the Bible. And then you learn of, like, what does the Bible say about women? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of, even, like, peers, like, women my age and, like, friends that I talk to, like, they, they read these scriptures as far as, like, oh, women, submit to your husbands. Um, and, like, people will be like, I'm... I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. <laughs> like, I and I get it because I was, I was that. Like, uh-huh. I get that feeling. Like, I didn't struggle with that until stepping into the church. And then it was like, okay, culture is telling you one thing, be strong, independent, you don't need no man. And then it's like the scripture is telling you, like, you know, women submit to your husbands. Uh-huh. It's like, what, what, are you, what are you supposed to do with that? You know? Uh-huh. And so it was really confusing. And I, like, women out there, like, if that's you, I, I totally get that. Like, I was, I was there when I was read that scripture, but, like, I had the wrong idea of what submission meant. Okay. Um, and if we really want to talk about strength, Let's we can't talk it. about strength without submission. Um, because being able to submit is one of the strongest things you can do. So if that, if that means wives submit to your husbands, like that's one of the strongest things you can do. But like, again, that scripture goes in Ephesians five, it goes on to say like, and wives submit to your husbands, what husbands lay down your lives for your wives as Christ did for the church. So it's like, Easily, I will lay down my. Yeah. Or easily, I will submit to a man who's going to lay down his life for me. Like absolutely, because mm-hmm. there's trust there, there's respect there. He is submitted to the Lord, so like if he's submitted to the Lord, then like I have no problem submitting <laughs> to him. <laughs> you know, yeah. But it's like, so there's that aspect, but there's also submission to authority in your life. Yep. You know, and so I have come a long way in my journey um, with, like, leadership and also just being a woman who loves the Lord, like, because of mentors in my life that I am submitted to. And so without that submission, without that authority in my life, like, I don't think I'd be the person I am today without that. Yeah. And that takes great strength. Yeah. 
That's that's crazy that you say that. So, okay, what is it for you? Mm-hmm. I know it's been. Let's be real. Okay, let's be real. You know, you brought me on here to be brought real. Brought you on here. <laughs> we are in a city like Nashville, sexy, mm-hmm. awesome guys everywhere. You know, you can you can uh, really have your pick of the litter. <laughs> <laughs> How difficult has that been for you not uh-huh. conforming? Because like you said, modesty, yeah. it, it's very str- It's very hard to see a lot, of, a lot of women on Instagram. I have to unfollow so many women because all I see in the summer are bikini shots. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to see that. I got a wife. Yeah, it can be absolutely. very easy to just post a picture with the, with the purest intent yeah. out on the lake with my friends. Yeah. But have all of the wrong guys attracted to you that you don't want. Absolutely. How hard is it for you to not conform yeah. and be the strong woman that you want, whether it's in a relationship, not bending to who you think mm-hmm. he wants you to be um, in society, not, not modesty, like not bending. How difficult is it? Because I know on, from a male's perspective how difficult it is. Yeah. But as far as being a strong woman, I could see how that could be tough. Yeah. I mean, it's extremely difficult. And so, but I like, again, I think about like, okay, I want to be married one day. Like what I'm doing today directly impacts my husband now. Yeah. I haven't met him yet, um, but like what I, how I carry myself today, how, what I post on Instagram, what I post on social media, what I say, like that, like directly impacts him today. Even though like I haven't even met him yet, and so it's like in Proverbs it says, "He who finds a wife finds mm-hmm. a good yeah. thing." And so like he's looking for a wife. Well, I better be acting like one. <laughs> and so it's like, I, I remember like um, uh, older gentleman at my church, he's, I love him. Um, and he came up to me one day and said like, he, he stated that exact scripture. And he told me, he's like, you know, like be a wife. And I love that. I love that he came and encouraged me in that of just like, okay, like what I do today, you know, impacts how I'm going to be a wife in the future. So like, do that now so you know that's modesty that's the way like I dress myself that Mm -hmm. is the way and again I'm not saying I'm I'm dressing like a nun here but I'm just saying like this like this is saved for my future husband like for his eyes you know Mm -hmm. and if I just give pieces of me me away all the time then like what's left for him exactly I think here's what I I when people think that like stuff like that like mm-hmm. you have to go to extremes yeah like it's not no yes just just don't post <laughs> oh my god like, but it's not just even okay it's posting it's yes everything. we all we all know it's, it's social everything. media but it's yeah. also like for me it's like it's the way you carry yourself 24 7 yeah so it's like okay guys are looking at us and the way we carry ourselves so but like Okay, us females are also looking at you guys the way you carry yourself, too. And let me tell you, like, I don't care about the way you dress. I don't care about the way you look. You know, like, that will come. But, like, I'm looking at your heart. Yep. Like, your character. Like, your integrity. And so it's, like, to me, that is what, like, like that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a man who serves the Lord with all his heart, a man who loves the local church, like a man who has great character, a great heart, great, you know, and like with that, I think is strength. Yeah. Um, you know, a man who doesn't conform to what all of his, 
other friends are doing, but he stands out. Um, And so it's like, I, that's what I'm looking for. Um, But yeah, it's, it's been a little difficult, (laughs) but again, at the same time, like, you know, for women out there that may feel in that, in my same shoes, like it doesn't discourage me. Um, I'm not discouraged because it's like, I know that God has someone for me. So even on those hard days or lonely days, like I'm not discouraged thinking, cause that's like a, that's, um, a scarcity mindset thinking that okay. like, oh, there's no men left out there. Like that's a scarcity mindset. Like there's plenty of men mm-hmm. out there and they're incredible men of God. Um, but again, am I doing my part today to attract a man like that? And so like, how am I carrying myself? How am I presenting myself? So talk about that, though. Talk about that scarcity mindset, because it's easy for a 15 year old to do what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But when you're 35 mm-hmm. and your husband still hasn't come yet. Yeah. I don't know if it's really a scarcity mindset anymore. Yeah. So, like, explain what what does that process look like? Because at some point you were probably that person and something flipped for you. For sure. And I definitely have my seasons. But again, that scarcity mindset to me, like saying that there is none, like that's saying that, like, God, like you can't do it. You know, and he knows the desires of our heart. Dang. And like, and so like I speak out what I want, you know, I sow seeds of what I want. So like all of my close girlfriends are married. Most of them have kids, if not second, if not thirds. (laughs) Um, And so like I, I sow into their marriage. I sow into their parenting um, because I want that for my life. Mm -hmm. And so I sow those seeds knowing that. God is going to bring that for me. Um, And so it's like those hard days, um, like that's where I'm like, okay, like how can I go encourage? How can I pour and invest into my friends' marriages and my friends' parenting? Because what you invest into, like you're going to reap that return. Yeah. Um, So like for me, like that's what encourages me through those days. And so it's like I don't think like as dating – as a scarcity mindset, I don't think of it like, oh, I'm never going to find that man. Like, I think of it as like, I'm going to keep doing me. I'm going to live my best life. Dang I'm going to do the things that I want to do, like, in this season. And he will come. Like, God knows the desires of my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, he is not a God who fails. Like, he's a God of immeasurably more. And he's going to do more than I could ask, think, or imagine. Um, and so, like, for me, that's what encourages me. Welcome to the 30 second halftime show where you really have about 15 seconds to answer a trivia question specifically geared to you. Okay. Her father is the most winningest coach (laughs) in Michigan. This girl is a beast at volleyball. (laughs) Haven't seen you play basketball, but I want to one day. Um, I I can cross over my brothers. It's yeah. Okay. That's that's scary because her brother's pretty good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So the question is the longest volleyball match ever played. This is ridiculous when I looked it up. Was yeah. it 15 hours? Was it 25 hours? Or was it 35 hours? Uh, 35 is a lot. 35 is a lot. Uh, I, I'm going to go with 15. 15. <clears throat> That's wrong. 25. They played, no. they played from Friday to Saturday morning. Okay, well, that was Win by two. Win by two. <laughs> it was a difficult game. I've was, never played 25 hours of volleyball. I don't think I would. Around. I don't yeah. think I would. That concludes our 30-second halftime show. Let's get back to the action. All right, so you just dropped like a huge bomb. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you did. What? Um, well, can I ask you a question? Okay. Because I, this is what like when you ask me. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> when you ask me to do this, like this is something that got my wheels turning. And so, because it's like you want to talk about women, you want to talk uh-huh. about strong women, you know. And it's like for me, like you're you're married to a strong woman, and yeah. so it's like you know and. Like, you went through the whole dating season and engagement season. Now you guys are married, and she's super successful. Love her, one of my good friends. But, like, how do you lead her well? Like, how do you hold her close but not hold her back? Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's a – I think when I realized that it was a partnership, mm. I think too many people think that you're on, the, on different teams trying yeah. to go different ways. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a – we're sp- if we're specifically talking about relationships and marriage, yeah. If you realize that you're on the same team, uh-huh. I love what my my old mentor used to say. He Travis Key, shout out Travis <laughs> Key. He used to say, "Me and my wife, we're on the same team. We may run different routes, but we're going to the same touchdown." Mm. And so I think it. And I'll give you like personal examples. Mm-hmm. I was told when I was 17 years old by God that I was going to be a pastor. Told him no. Didn't want to do it. I was like, I can reach more people for you yeah. that wouldn't step foot yeah. through the doors of the church. And then I ended up saying yes. Mm-hmm. And so when I met my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and she was already a nurse while I was in college because she's four years older than me. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, she gets hired on to the church. Yeah. I'm like, okay, God, <laughs> I see you. Mm-hmm. I can genuinely say that I was never bitter. Wow. That's not. That's amazing. That, I can genuinely say that. I know that yeah. I'm not lying. I never felt bitter about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, and I, we can even go on to recently. Yeah. Recently, we get married. I moved to a, a city like Nashville, somewhere I've wanted to live for a while, right? Yeah. I'm working at FedEx uh-huh. after graduating college. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Worst job. <laughs> Worst job ever. Yeah. Don't go there. I lo- I'm sorry. I love you, FedEx. <laughs> working at FedEx. Yeah. She's working part-time as a nurse and still for the church. Mm-hmm. I'm working two jobs and she's still the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. She's still bringing home, the, right? Yeah. That can be tough. Yeah. I can still genuinely say wholeheartedly I was never bitter. Why? I think it was because I was secure. Mm. I think it was because I knew the potential that I had. Yeah. I think it was also because I knew what God had told me. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry. I championed her the whole way. Yeah. Which is incredible. She she yeah. que- she yeah. literally would question it sometimes. Yeah. She would ask me periodically, so what, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking mm-hmm. about it? Mm-hmm. Always trying to get in my head. <laughs> and it would be the same answer every time. Yeah. I think the beautiful thing is that when you realize what I just said, when you realize that it's a partnership, and mm-hmm. though you may run different routes, you're going to the same touchdown. Mm-hmm. If you're in a partnership with somebody, mm-hmm. you're pushing each other towards the same goal. Mm-hmm. When you get married... God bless your husband because he's going to be fired. <laughs> I receive that. I Y'all's receive it. purpose is going to mm-hmm. tie in together. Absolutely. Everything yeah. that God had told me and told her mm-hmm. was separate. Mm-hmm. I love what Megan said when we were dating. Mm-hmm. She looked at me dead in my face on our second date and she said, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. The really cool thing that I love is that you could do what you needed to do without me and crush it. Mm-hmm. And I could do what I needed to do without you. Mm-hmm. And I would be a boss at it. Yeah. But what I see is God bringing us together and blessing it tenfold. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's supposed to yeah. be. And that's and so, so encouraging, like, for a single female. Because it's like, I think, you know, myself and I know, you know, others out there, like, feel like, okay, when we start getting a relationship. Because I've been in relationships before. 
mm. that like I had to shrink to fit into those relationships. Um, and you were, you were a caged bird. Yes. And it's like, you know, they didn't work out, <laughs> um, but Amen. you know, praise God, Not all um, but like, you know, and so then it's like with dating, it's because I've been called intimidating by men, like, and it's like one of those labels, like, which is of, ridiculous. <laughs> she is the sweetest soul yeah. I have ever met. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, but like, because of that, like, I didn't think that label like ever stuck to me, you know? And then I realized when I was like going on dates or like walking into business meetings or things like that, like I would think to myself, like, okay, walk in here and don't be intimidating. And like, that's when it was like, Jeez. oh my goodness, like that label stuck to me. And so that's encouraging. I know for me and for maybe other females out there that like, that's like we don't have to shrink ourselves Mm -hmm. we can be ourselves Mm -hmm. and be who god designed us to be in a relationship what okay so if you had to because the whole premise is who wears the pants here yeah you know Mm -hmm. my my main things were as a man Mm -hmm. how do we love them better Mm -hmm. and stay secure in ourselves Uh and from a woman's perspective i was like i just want to encourage y'all mm-hmm yeah. What's one piece of encouragement for every strong woman? Like, because yeah. there's some women who don't think they're strong, mm-hmm. but boo, you just quiet. Yeah. You don't have to say nothing. You walk yeah. into a room and people know. And then yeah. there's some women who are loud and proud. What would you say to encourage them? Yeah. I mean, I think if you're a female out there thinking that, oh, you're not strong, like that's a lie from the enemy and do not believe that lie because I yeah. think that strength looks so like in so many different colors and forms. Um, but like strength comes from the Lord and like when you know who you are and whose you are, like that's where your strength comes from. And that's where it's like, you don't need anything else to fill that and you don't overcompensate or insecure in anything else because you know, like whose you are. And when you're confident in that and to know like who you are and the strengths that you have and what you're doing, like then that I think is the real root of strength, mm-hmm. whether quiet, loud, strong, whatever. Like, I think that I just want to encourage all women out there. Like it looks all different, but like be you and don't apologize for who you are because yeah. God made you and he did not make a mistake. Um, he made you originally one of a kind masterpiece. And so I actually love what you said about the, what you said, like um, when, when you were single, well, you still are, but like you, you work basically while you um. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, after this, all of them going to be flogging at you. Trust me. Now, I love how you said like you're yeah. working on yourself. You're uh-huh. working while you wait. One of the big reasons mm-hmm. I think, because you see the stats, mm-hmm. men want the strong, the yeah. secure, the, all that woman. But then I start to talk to, to women, like random women. I will literally just go up to the random woman who work, who's working at this coffee shop that we're mm-hmm. recording at. And I asked them and she was like, I don't know. You just ended up leaving because I was strong in what I believed and mm-hmm. and it was just intimidating. That's the one biggest word that I've heard is intimidating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then again, you see the the stat like these are tolls that they have done. Mm-hmm. So that blood. So what it makes me think of is I think it's two things for the guys. I think, and I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I think either they're insecure mm-hmm. or they're ignorant to it. I think either you're insecure and you don't need to be with someone in the first place and you should work on yourself, which is a good thing. That's the best place to be. I used to be able to do things that I can't do now because I have a wife. Mm-hmm. Good and bad. <laughs> like, work yeah. on yourself. Mm-hmm. Or 
it's ignorance. And I actually feel for these men because where I had a mother who was strong, mm -hmm. I wasn't surprised when I met my wife. Mm -hmm. Some men didn't have a definition of a strong woman. Mm -hmm. That all they've ever seen is pushovers or they've been in relationships where they could just trample over somebody or they've been in relationships where it was like you said, you conformed. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they didn't get a strong woman because that strong woman conformed. Mm -hmm. And so when they get into a relate, well, or at least when they're pursuing it, mm -hmm. and a strong woman actually comes along who's secure, mm -hmm. who's self-assured, mm -hmm. who knows what she wants, who doesn't need a man but wants a man, mm -hmm. it's almost like, I feel for them because it's almost like they don't know what to do with their hands. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I've never experienced yeah. this before. Yeah. What would you say to those guys to encourage them? Yeah, I, I mean, I think men out there, like, who are leading strong women, like, um, like they want you to lead like they want you to wear the pants like they want you um to be the leader uh however like we want to be heard um we mm -hmm. want to feel valued we want to know that like we're seen and valued and like our voice matters that's um, the biggest thing my wife always says yeah and so it's just like to know that like i'm valued like I'm, and to know like my worth and to know um Again, not that, like, my worth doesn't come from him, but for him to understand my strengths and who I am mm -hmm. and what I'm great at. Um, so I think for, like, men out there who are leading strong women or who are thinking about pursuing them, like, one, go for it. Yeah, you know, like, just it, go bro. ask. Best like, thing you can ever just do. do it, you know, and know that they want you to lead. Um, and to know that, like, also as a like our responsibility as women is to build the men up and to speak life over them. Um, and so not to discourage them and not to diminish their strengths, but mm -hmm. to speak life and to build them up and to know that they're strong and they're leading. Um, but we would love to be a part of it um, and come alongside. Um, so, yeah, so I think that <laughs> it did that cover it. It did. That's, the, <laughs> so, that's so good. Yeah. For the, so, I feel like for the women and the men, they walked, if anything, they walked away with handlebars. Yeah, good. I love that. Yeah. I appreciate you for coming on. I, oh, listen, there were three episodes when yeah. I first decided yeah. to do this podcast mm -hmm. that I knew had to be talked about. Mm -hmm. This was one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I know you yeah. for real genuine mm -hmm. expression right now, it blew it out of the water. Oh, well, thank you. I loved being here. Love yeah. talking to you. She's definitely going to be back for a part two. This needs yeah. a part two. Let's go. I'll Let's come back. Go. Yeah. Hey. If I can drink out of these cups, I'll come, yeah, I'll keep coming Listen. back. Listen. So. We love you. If you walk away with nothing else, you walked away with this. Stay humble with a hint of Kanye. <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode of Man to Man.